This is your life, God's truth, your QFM. Phil here. Mike is here, too. And how you doing, Mike? I'm good. And we've been talking about getting this guy in the studio uh, for a few days. His name is Corey Lane, correct? Corey got Lane. Right? Yep. And uh, Corey's got an amazing story. We're going to get to him in a second. And how did you meet this guy, Mike? Oh, um, my neighbor, Gordy and Vicky. Neighbors to Jackie right next and I. door to you. They yeah. live right next door to us, and uh, I've gotten to know Gordy over the last few years, and I've watched him grow in his faith. Yeah, and um, God has planted a seed through me with him and Vicky, and we just continued to start to gain this friendship. Yeah. and um, met uh, Corey and Brianne um, last year. Didn't get to visit with them much because they were kind of here and gone and everywhere. But this time I made sure I was going to yeah. meet this guy and his <laughs> wife. And, and I did. And, uh, man, I was just, yeah, just blown away. Corey's wife is Gordy's daughter. Gordy's right? daughter. And, uh-huh. um, yeah. And she's got kind of a story on, on her own as far <laughs> as how she came to faith. But, yeah. uh, they are just super people. Yeah. And you just feel like you've known them. Um, you know, Jack and I spent an evening with him here last week and just feel like you've known him for like a yeah. long time. Well, and he's kind of famous, too. Yeah, he is kind of famous, <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah. He's a, uh, an artist. He's a singer, guitar player. And, you know, it's been uh, a lot of country, but also loving Jesus. And in fact, he's going to perform a song for us here before we're done. But Corey, welcome to QFM. How are you, man? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Good to see you. Good to see you. We've been chatting for a while before we turned the mics on, <laughs> and he's got quite a story. You've heard the whole thing. Oh, I've heard the whole story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it is. You probably haven't heard the whole thing either. Well, uh, he was pretty yeah. detailed the other night. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, uh, suffice it to say, God has brought you through a few things, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've, I always say that God literally put his finger in the ground and brought me out of hell. <laughs> like, um yeah. And when I say literally, I mean literally, you know. We're not going to get into all the details. You told me a few things, too, like you've told Mike. But lots of, we can just say there was some, uh, certainly some abuse and things like that when you were a young child. Yeah. And a confusing world for you when you were at that age. But somehow God got a hold of you. And when do you think that really started to happen where God helped you start to recover from that? craziness um when i overdosed and went through a windshield um Mm. and i had an encounter with him wow how Um, old were you then so uh i was 29 okay when it happened um i believe i was 29 somewhere in there yeah (laughs) um but I, i you know i was driving down the road and uh I blew a stop sign. I was going 65, 70 miles an hour. And um, I always say God put a fire hydrant in front of me because if he wouldn't have, I would have went out into the highway. And I kind of blacked out. And when I came to, um, I tried to turn the wheel and the wheel wouldn't turn. And I hit the fire hydrant. And when I did, I went hit the airbag but but somehow went up and over the airbag and my face went through the windshield yeah, yeah but man it's so crazy how god works um had a 120 pound pressure washer in the back of the truck that mm. came through the back window of the truck and lit i mean i could feel it go right by it you. was i mean 
it could touch the hairs on my face. Yeah. And uh, if I would have been an inch, half an inch to the right, you know, it, you wouldn't have made it. I would yeah. not. Well, not I, unless God just said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> otherwise, you know, <laughs> He's allowed cool. me to live through so much. And yeah. So your twenties was kind of a blur then. Um, I don't remember a lot. Um, I've got over 300 tattoos, and I remember maybe a couple um, of them. Um, The last tattoo I got was uh, a cross because I was just like, you know, I need something with Jesus. I got it with my wife. And, um, man, really, God gripped us as as a couple. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we, we said, we're going to put God in the middle of our life Mm -hmm. and you can't make it without God in the middle. That's the main thing that I had to surrender myself and my will because it's his will, whatever he wants, you know, when did you start playing music? Well, when I was, I was, I think two, three, um, you know, I would, my father would, you know, hit a note on the guitar yeah. and he'd say, <laughs> now hit this note. Huh. And if I wouldn't hit it right, he'd say, nope. He'd just keep on over and over. Okay. And um, and then <clears throat> I, I had this uh, ability to watch people play the the piano or something when I was a young kid. Yeah. And I could go up and basically mimic what they were doing so they went and got me checked to see you know is is he on the spectrum or or not and the doctor said he's just a savant but when i had the wreck (laughs) when i had the wreck um it it humbled me god humbled me with that wreck yes he did uh because i used to be a great piano player great guitar player and now i am good enough to write and good enough to just hold it a little bit you know and uh god you know god really humbled me in that mm. in that area but i, I really want to tell what god what i experienced yeah. and i can make yeah. i can make it really no, short. that sounds good um <clears throat> so when i had the wreck there was a man that pulled over to the side of the road he was driving the truck. I still remember the color of the truck. It was like mm-hmm. a, a silver-colored truck. And um, I heard, I mean, it was so quiet. It was weird. Um, you could smell, like, the fumes and stuff. I was in and out, in and out. But this man came and grabbed me and basically just pulled me out. And I kept trying to see his face. And I could never see his face. All I could see was it would look like the sun every time I would try and see his face. And he wasn't talking at all. And he grabbed, I don't know how he even got the bottle of water, but he was pouring water on his finger. And I I was, you know, bones shattered in my face and stuff. And I had this long scar uh, or this long cut that was deep to the bone and... He would take his water, put it on his finger, put it in my face, all the way in my face. And he was over and over. And then 
he kind of made me like bow, bow my head and he poured water over the back of my head and, and then he touched me and he said is there anything I can do for you son hmm. and it was a really soothing voice yeah. but I was angry and I said no because I knew I had drugs in the vehicle okay. and um, so when I said no he just got out and walked in got in his truck and then right as soon as he pulled off the ambulance came so I you know after that ordeal I decided um, I've got to change Yeah. so I went to and I'm not ashamed to say I went to rehab. It was a Christian-based oh, exactly, rehab. Exactly. And because I believe that if you want to fix yourself, you got to do whatever it takes to fix yourself. But I didn't realize that God was going to work as much as He did. Uh, anyway, I went to rehab for. I stayed in there for six months. Uh, for three months, I ended up going to a discipleship program, um, where, where they teach you how to be a good father and a good husband and then go back to rehab and so you do that for three months and then finish out your rehabilitation and um, so nobody wanted me to come home Uh, I called everybody and they were like no you can't come back Hmm. we're not we don't want you and uh, so I slept outside for about three days in the snow and this was in Pigeon Forge Tennessee Hmm. and these girls two girls pulled up and they were using and uh they said hey do you want to come out to our cabin and you know you can hang out for a couple of days or whatever and i, I said no hmm. you know but right after they pulled off i bow i literally just it's like you know when you feel like just giving up yeah it, the, total surrender total surrender <clears throat> and i yeah. said god i give up yeah i, I literally said those words and Right as soon as I said it, there an old man pulled up, and I looked up, and he smiled. He said, "Is there anything I can do for you, son?" The same voice. Oh man! And I started oh. crying and crying, and I, he said, "Get in the car." Wow. He said, "Where do you want to go?" I said, "Home." And he said, "Okay." So we're, we start driving to Knoxville, Tennessee, to the bus station. And he starts telling me how much he loves me. And I was like, hey, pull over. I'm, that's not what I'm about. And he mm-hmm. said, and he grabbed my chest, like put his hand on my chest, and he said, Corey. And I hadn't you told hadn't him my name. name. Oh, man. And uh, so on the wow. way down, wow. <laughs> uh, man, I get choked up. On yeah. the way down, he just told me how much he had loved me. And uh, hmm. just loved, basically just said, I've loved you all your life. Told me things that nobody about myself that nobody knew. And um, before I got on the bus, he fed me and yeah. you know everything like that. And he did what Jesus would do, because um, Jesus says, "Did you feed me when I was hungry? That's did right. you you come and visit me in jail? Did you clothe me? You know what I mean." Oh, yeah. And I want to be able to say yes to all those things. But um, before I was about to get on the bus, he hollered at me and he said, "Come here, come here." And he held me mm. and cried and smiled and said, I love you. I love you. Don't forget that. So um, years, wow, wow, years wow. after now, yeah, we actually saw the man 
We went into a restaurant. This is no joke. Okay. And I, I looked at Bree and I said, that's the man. Mm. And this is the craziest part. So we sit down at our table. He goes to the bar and orders a drink. but And I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. Yeah. But I jetted. Did not, she, he touched my wife, and okay. she could feel, like, this warmth yeah. and all this. And he looked at me and said, hey, brother. You know, and I was wow. like, oh, my goodness. That's, uh, that's and I told guy. Bree that it was him. So... We went to the table to sit, and I was like, I can't take it. I have to go up to him. i got to go up to yeah. him. And I went up to him, and the drink was sitting there, and he made a, an, an analogy. But you know how Jesus made parables mm-hmm. in the Bible? He would use parables. Oh, all the time. He said, I'm here before this drink, and I'm here after this drink. And I was like, okay. But then he grabbed me. And I was going through a really bad struggle with what to do with music. Okay. Because, you know, it's really hard in the music industry. Oh, man. You have to self-fund yourself unless you have somebody to help you. Yeah. And um, I said, before I even got to ask if it was him, and, you know, God has no concept of time or anything like that, But and I'll get to that, but he grabbed me and he said, it's not over until it's over. He said, don't give up. Keep Mm. on. Don't give up. And he just kept on saying, it's not over till it's over. And I was like, wow. He just all, he didn't, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, I said, there was a man that picked me up a few years ago. And he said, I said, was that you? He said, oh, you know, time and memory. And God says, when you repent, of your sins, he casts them as far as east as to the west. And God has no concept of time. (laughs) But he said, oh, you know, time and memory. Yeah. He's been a little busy. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, okay, you know. So we were sitting there, kept on looking over at him, and he was talking to the bartender and never touched the drink. Right, right. And then we looked again. Then we looked again, and he was gone. And I was like, and I can't. When I came back to the table, I was crying, and you know, I was just like, he said this and this. uh, It's not over till it's over. That's Mm. what he said. And Mm. don't give up. And I was just, I said, okay, okay. And uh, I'd never thought I'd see the man's face again. Yeah, I hope you get to see him again. You know what? It was just I. I think yeah. that I was so d- down yeah. that God was like, I'm going to. I need to gonna, encourage him I'm going to yeah. do it one more time. There's a lot of people listening that are very <laughs> jealous of you right now. Well, hey, they can have an experience with God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, that is amazing. Thank you, God, for that story. And there's so much more uh, we can get into. I know you had COVID really bad. You almost uh, died. In, what, 10 months 10 ago? 10 months ago, yeah. Yeah, and your wife had it bad. She's yeah. in the studio, too, by the way. Yeah. And uh, she's Looking been confirming pretty. every, yeah. <laughs> and and Brian is from Bemidji, which is really cool. You guys met online, which yeah. is, we could talk about that all day. But you survived COVID, and there was many prayers. Yes. And a lot of really the, almost miraculous things with that as well, well. The crazy thing about the COVID deal was when I crashed that night during that 
10 yeah. minutes that I fell asleep not yeah. not using the incentive spirometer is that um, when the lady prayed for me, because uh, all the alarms started going off, my yeah. oxygen went to 39, my heart went to 220 or whatever, and I was crashing, okay. you know. And I woke up to all these people in the room, alarms, and um, so this lady, she knelt down and she said, I'm going to give you something to slow your heart rate, but I'm going to pray for you yeah. while I do it. And I was like, please, yeah, you know, because I knew I was dying. Yeah. And while she was praying, I said, God, if you save me, I'll give you glory in everything that I do in my life. Every single thing I do, I'll give you glory. And I've kept that. I've I've had yeah. my good days and bad like any other human being, but I've always given God glory for yeah. everything because I He saved me that day again. Hmm. And when I when I prayed that prayer the next day my heart my oxygen went up to eighty five. The next day it went in the nineties and I left the hospital without oxygen on the third day. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's the third yeah. day <laughs> I left the hospital without oxygen and uh I it was it yeah. was a miraculous thing. Mm-hmm. It was God, man. God is doing amazing things with this young man. His name is Corey Lane. He's in the studio visiting Bemidji. Mike, you uh, well, you've known him a little bit over the last two years, but really got to know him this summer because mm-hmm. uh, they've been up visiting your next door neighbor, yes. which is yep. uh, Corey's wife, Brianna's parents. Gordy and Vicky. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, Corey is a recording artist and travels around and performs uh, country and gospel music, I guess we could say. Yeah, uh, country and, and worship. And yeah, worship. I, yeah. I, I, I just try to shock people. <laughs> yeah, well, and. And he's got some big things coming, and and you've got connections. I mean, you know Dante Bo uh, yeah, a little bit. I toured with him, and with when I was with Eddie James, uh, Dante was a singer, yeah. and um, with him, and uh, I sang with Eddie for you know years, a couple of years yeah. off and on. You know, I would leave and come back, leave and come back, but um, yeah, and, you know. Getting to my wife, yeah. my wife was an atheist two years ago, mm-hmm. and she completely gave her heart to God. Yeah. And Amen. there's nothing more attractive than walking into a house and seeing your wife reading the Bible. Mm. That's the Amen. That touches my heart more than anything in the world, and she she'll call me out sometimes. <laughs> I've read the Bible left back and forth, back and forth, but she gets in the Word, and yeah. I'm like. You know, yeah. yes, yes. Amen. <laughs> He's going to open up some amazing doors for you. I know you've got a project coming out. I've got a single, a single? that's coming okay. out. Yeah, it's a, actually a country single, but um, we believe that it's going to be the the song that's going to open the door for mm-hmm. me to be able to do more uh, gospel yeah. music. It's called Between George Strait and George Jones. Um, it's available for pre-order oh, right now cool. on iTunes. You got to go to the iTunes app and actually type in my name. Yeah, and got to spell it right: C O R E Y L A Y N E L A Y N E. Yeah, okay. sorry, my Y's are yeah. Wow. No, no. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you type in between George Strait and George Jones and buy it. Man, it would help me out a lot. And yeah. uh, Paul Overstreet. Yeah, one of the king of country music songwriters. He uh, actually wrote the song, and um, wow. he uh, he said, 
I want you to cut it. And yeah. I did. Oh, and so. he's done a lot of faith based country songs too. He's my mentor, my country music mentor, or just music mentor, basically. And you got, I know, a wonderful manager, which is She is. Christine is my spiritual mama, and she is a godsend. Hmm. I I never thought I would be able to talk with Christine again and, and everything. She fought for me years ago, and um she it was like god set her in my life she said this is your season this yeah. is it right here okay. it's your season and she said watch god open doors watch god send you people and they're yeah. going to just pour into your life but you're going to bring in the harvest and that's what i want to do yeah amen the my end game in this whole thing and i don't care to say it is to win people to Jesus. Yeah. If I go, if I make it in the country world and I get nominated for something and win it, thing I'm going to do is go up on the stage and say, the only way to heaven is through Jesus and he loves you, mic drop. Yeah. And whatever happens with my career happens. <laughs> oh, praise God. You're going to do a song for us. Yeah. And let's do it. Um, you can introduce it however you want, but I'm looking forward to hearing Corey Lane perform a song for us here. Well, this uh, this song, um, I man, I apply it to my life. It's my life yeah. um, because uh, all my life he's been faithful. Amen. He's never, yeah. he's never uh, let me down. Yeah. So. Want me to pull out? Or yeah, go ahead and just shove that mic back. I'm kind of a loud singer, so yeah. that might, that's all right. Yeah, that might be. We'll take it. We'll take it. There we go. He's just adjusting the mic. And ladies and gentlemen, it's just been awesome to get to know Corey and his wife, Brianna, in the studio. Corey Lane, uh, C-O-R-E-Y-L-A-Y-N-E. I know he's got a lot of music streaming. And go to iTunes. We'll, we'll remind you of that. But let's hear a song. This is called Goodness of God. Amen. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never fails me All my days I've been held in your hand From the moment that I wake up Till I lay my head I will sing of the goodness of God All my life you have been faithful All my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God I love your voice you have led me through the fire and darkest night You are close like no other I've known you as a father Known you as a friend I have lived in the goodness of God All my life you have been faithful 
All my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God guys in the studio Such today. Such an honor to Core. be here, man. Yeah. Let's pull that up there real quick and we'll wrap things up. By the way, he's got a sweet guitar. Yeah, yeah. my wife painted it. Yeah. <laughs> Red, awesome. white, and blue. You I should see some of the stuff. Oh, man. That Brianne does. She's a very talented lady. Yeah. Yes, she is. Goodness gracious. What a partner, huh? You know, God gives you, when God sends a partner to you, he sends you somebody that's strong in the places that you're weak. Mm-hmm. And he sent me somebody that's strong in the places I'm weak, and I'm strong in the places that she's weak. Yeah. And I believe he does that intentionally. We are completely opposite, <laughs> like completely opposite. But God had a plan. Yeah. And, I, you know, when we talk about, we sit and talk about things, and we've talked about, like, how we met or, you know, the the change that has actually happened in both of our lives because yeah. we made the decision when we got married I, got, I wanted to get baptized again and she had never been mm-hmm. really baptized yeah. you know and an hour before we got married we got baptized awesome and we because we want god in in, in the, the middle, middle in the of middle. everything and sometimes yeah. you know you can some um in in marriage sometimes you can go a little off but then you realize oh no god's not there so we need to be right back Mm -hmm. here so we try to do everything we can to keep god in the middle of our marriage well you're going to be coming up to bemidji every once in a while because yeah Yeah. so that's good and and if people want me at their churches and such i'll come but oh i mean i look a little different Uh, (laughs) that's just fine you know we're going to wrap up but mike would you pray a prayer over Corey and Brianne yeah, as please. we wrap yeah. up and just that God would just amazingly bless in these months and years to come. Praise God. Oh, almighty God, you are, you are such a good, awesome God. And we just thank you for the mercy and for the grace that you give us each day for the many blessings that you give us that we just sometimes take for granted. God, I just lift up Corey and Brianna to you today that you would bless them, that you would put your hands over them. And wherever you're leading them, God, I know that they will follow. 
I know that their faith is strong in you. So God, I just, I just do. I just, I, I know you have them. You have taken them. You've put them together for a purpose. And that purpose is something yet to see. So thank you, God. Thank you for them. Thank you for QFM. And Lord, bless them, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. We'll see you guys again. All right, man. Yeah. So good again. to meet you. What a privilege. And thank you for coming in. All right, you guys. Uh, we'll put this up as a podcast as well, so you can share it if you want. An amazing story of what God has done in their lives. Just just terrific. Are we going to put that up uh, this afternoon? Uh, yeah, I think we will. Perfect. So, there you go. This is your life. God's truth. Your QFM.